I'm Reginald. Oh, wow. I'm Nicole. <laughs> I just like... <laughs> Not today. Not today. I don't know what's going on. Our recording situation, we're just going, going to take it right on back to the old school. Um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really... I, you know, I'm never on Twitter, but like, let me tell you how seen I felt when that tweet was like, the best podcast sounds like they're evading the police in a speedboat. It's it us. Just like, it's us. <laughs> it is literally us. Like, and the thing is, is like, we get it and then something happens and we don't get it. And I'm just tired and I hope that y'all can stick it out because this is just what the shit gonna sound like this week. Sorry. And we love y'all. And we do too. love y'all. I think we finally upgraded the payment on the Amazon, so I'm going to go ahead and get the new cords. <laughs> we really do love y'all, I promise. We really do. Uh, what's the tea? Uh, well, you know, um, I can't call it. I can't either. I can't call it. I, I, I um, I feel like... I, I know that, like, slavery was difficult, but, like, I'd like to have a word with Frederick and Harriet because, like, <laughs> life is hard. I know you're not comparing your life right now to fucking slavery. I mean, it was a choice, and so I'm just curious. <laughs> it seemed like a choice to me. This nigga, oh, never mind. Nope, not today. I was having a discussion with one of my castmates who I love. I it's it's very strange. You know I don't love I don't like anybody and it takes a very long time for me like to get close to people especially when we're working because there's just a lot of neuroses to manage. But like I'm really deeply in love with 18 of those 19 people. There's one person I just like completely don't mess with, but right. that's it's not entirely his fault. Uh but one of the other actors we were having a discussion about uh, Psalm's father. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and like he said, he was like, you know, I think what's crazy is that that is the only thing he's ever really walked back. Right. Well, because he miscommunicated in the worst way. The worst way. Because what he was trying to say is I have a lack of knowledge of history and have not tried to research any of the things that I'm saying right now, but I feel like after 400 years, somebody should have organized and make it stop. And like, sir, they tried. They really did. Also, like, you know, whiteness was literally weaponized against the liberation of black people, not just in these 48 contiguous states, but also in Haiti, also in the, like, in the islands, in the Caribbean, like, listen... I, um, I feel like because it's the anniversary of him saying that George Bush doesn't care about black people. Oh my God, already? Yeah, because uh, the anniversary of Katrina was last week, so that was just a few days after. Fucking hell. People are like, damn, I miss this Kanye, but... That was 14 years ago. He has always been this Kanye. It's just, you know, the things that affect him... Or when he gets noisy about stuff. It's not like a collective thing. Like Right. But anyway, no more parties in LA. Nope. Please, no more parties in LA. Um, what's going on with you? 
Um, so in a happier time, we used to talk about a little show called 90 Day Fiance on this podcast. We really did. <laughs> and I would just like to go back to that for a minute today. I know I you're probably not that. caught up, but I could catch you up. <laughs> I would love that. Wonderful. All right. So let's begin with before the 90 days. Yes, please. Uh, anybody who is not caught up on the show, really invested in the show, and don't want to hear behind the scenes inside baseball spoilers, I'm about to do that right now. I don't so listen to the next episode that'll come out in two months. <laughs> right, because uh, I'm going to try to stick to 10 minutes. I mean, five minutes on this topic. Caesar, oh, okay, now leave. Wait, not uh, Black Ink Caesar. No, Caesar from before the 90 days that has been in a relationship with this lady he haven't met for five years. Oh, this years. is the one that was sending $40,000 yes. to whatever. He's a clown ass. So yeah. the, the internet believes that both he and Maria are lying. Uh, that's a, That makes sense to me. Because he... Uh, is an actor and a model. Uh, like what kind of actor? <laughs> Aspiring. Now that I'm on Broadway, I'm shading the fuck out of everybody. I'm like, where are your credits? Listen, what, if, what stage are you booking? If they thought you were Scoochie before, before, let me tell you, you ain't seen nothing yet. This article comes from which I. I'm sure is a reputable source of journalism. <laughs> Niggadoos.org. <laughs> Soapdirt.com. Oh, oh. The title, 90 Day Fiance Before the 90 Days, are Caesar Mac and Maria both scamming TLC viewers? Oh. 90 Day Beyonce. 90 Day Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> 90 Day Beyonce. Jesus. 90 Day Fiance, before the 90 Days cast member Caesar Mack was recently introduced in the premiere episode of the new season with love interest Maria. Even before the first episode aired, many 90 Day Fiance fans believed his relationship with the Ukrainian beauty Maria could be a catfishing scam. But new evidence suggests there may be some double dealing going on where Caesar and Maria are concerned. Ow. So, basically, uh, an interesting tidbit came to light in recent days that may offer more insight into the true nature of this arrangement. It may be that the pair are duping 90 Day Fiance watchers. Caesar Mack is listed as an actor and a model on talent website Explore Talent. It's a social networking site for working professionals in the industry that connects users with auditions and gigs. Wait, what's it called? Let me look this up. <laughs> Explore Talent. If this is a damn pornography website and you mess with my computer, <laughs> bitch, I'm gonna fuck you up. And his name is Caesar Mack. Explore Talent. It's taking a long time. Okay, here we go. I was like, it's taking a long time for this website to come up. God damn it. Uh, okay, okay, this looks, uh, this looks reputable. Can you find... a Netflix ad on here. Can you search for him? Uh, Celebrity Advice? Oh, Joan Rivers is dead. We've been there. Who are these people? Oh, Lord, these headshots. 
Father in heaven. Okay. Search talents. I don't know that that's the correct conjugation of that word, but I'm going to let them cook. Uh, how much do you have to pay to get on the website is my question. Oh, it's, it's not free. I, I, I put a link in the chat. Okay, yeah, because it's, it's kind of complicated to find this, this Just click uh, the person. link. Click the link, girl. We got a show to do. I don't see it yet. It's oh, here in we go. there. Oh, the link. I thought you meant the link to his Explore Talent page. I was like. No. Before we even started, I had the tea already brewed. Look at you. So professional. Please click the link. I did. What's wrong with his face? Is it a tear? Please scroll down. To the oh. shot from the oh, tell me oh, tell why me, is he shirtless in a nail salon? Tell me what? Oh, no, is this the one that does that's the one that do nails. Yes, but don't do dick. please yes. tell. Please scroll up to his stats. Oh, okay. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> tell the people what is Caesar's ethnicity. I'm really upset that we share a brain and like <laughs> you would think after 12 years I would know better by now but like I'm my feelings are hurt and I need you to know that my feelings are hurt what does it say I'm gonna read the whole thing please Caesar Mack <clears throat> acting slash modeling profile now this picture his like profile picture it's not a bad photo it's not a bad photo it's not a professionally taken photo but it's it's not a bad photo and it's clear that it's not a selfie because it looks like both of his arms are behind his head and it does look like he has a little bit of a bicep situation and he looks attractive in this photo yeah he's not ugly he's definitely not ugly uh, he is 42 years old, or is his listed age. I don't know that that is accurate, but that's his listed age. He, uh, let's just say that he might be apt to take his shirt off and twist it around his head like a helicopter. Yes, for his location. It's for his location, turn his location on. He's five foot nine inches, has an athletic body type. So far, no lies told. What athlete? Uh, oh, no. I said so far. Oh, the age might be a reach. I don't what know. athlete body do he? I mean, what kind of athletics is he doing? He looks like a retired athlete. Okay. There's no like retired athletic body type. Okay. Uh, he definitely looks like he has played a sport before in his life. These photos are not current, just based no, on what we've seen absolutely. on the show. They're so grainy. Like, okay, I'm going to, okay, well, all right. I didn't think I had shit to say, but now I do. Uh, his hair color is black, his eye color is brown, and his ethnicity is mixed. <laughs> mixed. And I, now listen, I'm not here checking anybody's blackness anybody's ethnicity how you present how you represent how you identify is completely up to yourself and nobody else and if anybody has a problem with it they should address it with you but like nothing makes me sadder than seeing a black person like deny their blackness because they feel like it's not an attractive trait and based off of the show he does not know a single black person 
And it's like, okay, my question is, if you are, if you're, if you're identifying as multi-ethnic, like what are, what are your multiple ethnicities and no shade, like, do you have a visceral human connection, whether that be like through family, through legacy, through culture, do you have a connection to your other ethnic identities other than like, I don't want to be a nigga? I looked on his Instagram page and one of the oldest postings is somebody videotaping him in a like trying to be cool pose. And the title is black man thinking. Jesus. So beyond all of this there, so there's this lady on Twitter that anytime she tweets about 90 day fiance, she lets the timeline know that she's not going to tweet through Caesar's segments because he's a scammer and then somebody asks her why, and then she posts some article about Caesar being a scammer, uh, which is technically tweeting through Caesar segments, but sis is on a mission, and I'm not mad at it. Um, <laughs> thanks, Shay, for bringing this lady into my consciousness. So what they're saying is one of his customers from the nail shop is saying that the, the, all of it is true, that he did meet this lady on this site. They have been involved for five years. He has been sending her money. They have not met. Where we start to get into the lie of it is she did not agree to be on the show because they were not involved any longer. And basically what they're saying is that Caesar is using the show as an opportunity to get put on as an actor. And so he's playing up the like pitiful guy pitiful nice guy route where the reason why maria is even participating is because obviously they both will get some money for their participation but she and they're not together any longer so her being like i don't want to be there i don't want to be on camera i'm not coming to meet him has less to do with the fact that she's scamming him and more to do with the fact that she don't want to be on the show because they're not together so stupid right right so basically um you know i don't know how reputable a site you know soap dirt is very reputable uh but it's some it's a lot of people hey guys it's your girl ginger snaps and i'm back with a <laughs> okay this is like eight minutes long but this lady is like <laughs> oh my god is caesar a fraud and basically uh that they're in it together kinda but like she just really didn't want to be involved with the whole situation now, do I believe that he's playing up his pathetic pitifulness in order to, like, be whatever on the show? Yeah, I kind of do. Sure, of course. Everybody loves, you know, like, being a, a clown for a sake of a sob story. Like, absolutely. look at my road. Look at my love life, you know? Look, bitch, me too. <laughs> Everybody plays the <laughs> Sometimes. Uh, Most so, of the time. So we shall see. All right. I went a little long. Sorry. Um, so anyway, in the show, he has just showed up to Mexico with some chocolate panties, handcuffs, and all sorts of gifts, sending her selfies from the hotel room she hasn't responded to. 
everybody he shows the picture to, they're like, ooh, is she a catfish? Are you being scammed? Woody, woody, woo. So blah, blah, blah. Now there are many reasons to feel like he is lying now because you can't have so many people telling you, oh, damn, is she a catfish? I would be like, what is the shade? What is the shade? Right, Do I look like I could not pull such a lady? I mean, you do, but whatever. I mean, the other thing is that, like, I just, I don't know. I'm tired of, I'm tired of internet dating. It's exhausting. (laughs) Yes. So then we have Darcy and Tom. Darcy went to meet Tom. She realize that he is a bit of a catfish what is how you how are you a bit of a catfish are you like a red snapper are you like a a tuna (laughs) a tilapia (laughs) because he um i just because he um was using like 20 year old photos and he keeps sending, like, when they Skype or whatever, it's from a certain angle. So he's put on a bit of weight. Like, he doesn't really look the way that he presents in real life. Glass. So when she got there, she admitted in her first interview that he was really, that she was really not attracted to him, right? But I think Darcy's issue is she so desperately wants to be in love that she going to put two on top of, top of 10 to make it seem like she's madly in love with him. And so she cries a lot. And Tom said in his interview that he does not find her emotion to be attractive. Okay. Yes. Um, And Tom is kind of a a playboy. And he's not really... He thinks that he needs to settle down because of his age, but he doesn't really want to. How old is he? He's 38 or 39. I mean... I know some 40-year-old hoes. Hello? (laughs) (laughs) Hello? It me... Just kidding. I'm 41. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't speaking about you. Um, But he got her like a separate room. So she was just like, wow, that's so honorable. And I've never been treated with such respect. And she started crying. And he was just like, baby, I don't like it. Oh. Yeah, he doesn't like her emotions. That's messed up. Uh, sounds like they don't need to go together. Correctamundo. Um, so then you have, uh, Angela, no, let's go, Rebecca and Zied. Okay. So, Rebecca. Yes, Rebecca. Rebecca had gone to Tunisia to meet Zied, and they went out for drinks at the hookah bar and Rebecca is full of tattoos and also it's Tunisia so she wanted to wear this shirt that literally looked like a negligee and Zied was like you can't wear that and she was like it's fine I'm gonna keep my jacket on I'm wearing this and Zied is like trust me when I tell you you can't wear that and so because her ex-husband 
is uh was a controlling guy who she met online from one of those muslim countries and when they got back home he turned out to be very controlling i think that she has a little bit of a fetish and she like wants zied to be that way and i really think he was coming at her not as like i'm a jealous man and i don't want you showing my stuff to everybody but more like you have arms full of tattoos in this Muslim country and you are going to garner unwanted attention. So they beat in. She's like, I don't care what you say. I'm wearing this. Okay. Okay, girl. So they go out to the hookah bar and guess what happens? Somebody. It's a problem. It's a problem. Somebody was staring. Zied got all hot under the collar and him and this dude started Just like Samit. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Samit was about it, about it, though. He was really about that life. He was about it. Um, but, you know, whatever. So then they, like, fought, blah, blah, blah. So then, like, they go, they make up, whatever. They're going to meet Zied's parents. She's concerned that she's old and even before it was all, she even got there, Zied's parents were like, I don't care how old she is. I care if she's an honorable woman. So in the car what ride. That, that sounds coded as hell. Listen. So in the car ride on the way to meeting his parents, he was like, okay, a couple of things. You can't talk about the fact that we went out for drinks because that's not going to work. And then uh, you can't tell my parents that we stayed in the same room at the hotel. Make sure you tell them that we've had separate rooms. And he bought her these traditional Tunisian clothes. And he was like, make sure that your tattoos don't show. So basically... She broke all them rules and was a whole mess. Well, he's also 26 and still lives at home with them. I mean, that's not that old to still be living with your parents. Right, but that is that old to be lying to them about the fact that you drinking and having sex and dating an American woman who's divorced and has hella tattoos. I mean, if you need to lie to your parents, you don't need to be living with them, basically. Right. It's like it's like he's 17, sneaking out and whatever. Right. If your parents don't want to live with an adult child, then they don't need to be living with you. Listen. So then you have Tim and Jennifer... Tim is from North Carolina. He's still very close with his ex-fiance who had the audacity to give him her, the ring he proposed to her with to go give to his new girlfriend, Jennifer. Um, that sounds like a bad idea. Yes. And so Jennifer comes from a family of boxers and she want her man to be a quote unquote manly man. And Tim at dinner was like, I'm not that girl. I get manicures. And they definitely zoomed in on his gleaming nails. Oh. And he, the first night they were there, she stayed over his Airbnb. And he was like, I want you to stay, but you know, I won't, I'm going to be a gentleman, yada, yada. And he pulled out some eye masks. <laughs> And like they were having a slumber party. Oh, okay. I mean, listen, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to shame anybody for taking care of their skin. Totally. But on the first night that you meet your new Colombian hot pot girlfriend, you might don't want to go there. Maybe, 
Maybe do that in the bathroom in, in, in privacy. Before she gets there or after she leaves. So then she gave him the international symbol for let's have sex. She rolled over and touched the booty into him while he was spooning her. How did you see that? Because <laughs> the cameras were still in the room. Oh, I was like, Ugh. Were, they, were they in the fantasy suite? <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually. Um, and then he just turned off the lights and they went to sleep like cousins. Oh. Then we have, oh. Did they eventually, or I'm sure, did they like, you know? No. She said he didn't even try to kiss her. Oh, maybe I'm just a whore. I mean, (laughs) who amongst us? Who are me to judge? Right. I told you my mom told me that she knew I was a hoe when I was, like, too young to be a hoe. Yes. So, I I'm, I can't judge nobody. So, then we have Avery. And this is the little girl who converted to Islam and then went on a Muslim dating site and found her a boyfriend. Okay. I, I have... Okay. I have a... I'm going to hold on to a question, like, a very serious question that I have. No, please. Please. Go. I'm really deeply curious about... Um, well, okay. Because I don't know these people, so I don't know. But it, it if people have, like, relig- religious or cultural, like... I don't want to say fetishes, but, like, preferences mm-hmm. for things that are so wildly different from them. Mm-hmm. Like, do they... Do they consider the ways in which, like, they're going to have to change their life or edit their life in able to, like, be in a successful or a healthy relationship with these men or women from wildly different cultures that are much more important to them than the sort of, like, Americanism is to us? Like, we don't really have any cultural, like, most Americans don't really have any real cultural beliefs except, like, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want to, and that's it. I would say in the case of Avery, she's probably the one who has taken it the most seriously because she converted before she met Omar, and she, like, covers her head. Like, she's in it to win it. And why... Did she say, like, why she converted to Islam? Because she... Not that I'm judging that yeah, choice. Yeah, yeah, I'm no, not. She, I'm very curious about it. Seemingly, she was a wild one, and her life was going... Just the same reason why people become born-again Christians. I don't know why Absolutely. specifically she chose Islam, um, but yeah, same, same. Like Especially given all the, like, baggage it carries in America. Right, but I think she was looking for... Uh, I think she was overcorrecting, but she could have d- done the same thing and been like apostolic. Absolutely. So I think it, I don't know specifically what drew her to Islam because she was, maybe it wasn't the fact that she was drawn to Islam, but maybe drawn away from Christianity because she was close. She has close family friends who were like deeply Christian and maybe something about that turned her off. And I'm, I'm making an assumption that she's not, um, from the diaspora? No, she's white. Because I, cause I know plenty of black African Americans who have converted to Islam, like, because they they feel like it gives them a deeper connection to the motherland. Certainly. And and I don't have 
you know, like I'm not, I don't need to ask any questions about that, but I've always been curious about like, particularly like white European people from waspy or Catholic backgrounds, especially given all of the like propaganda about Islam over the last you it, know, I mean, millennia. It, it definitely could be on her part an act of defiance because her mom is very Islamophobic. Yeah, but it's like that's not sustainable and, and that's not healthy. But, but like, you know, let me stay out of people's lives because I she's certainly also, don't have my shit together. She's also 19. But Omar, yeah. but Omar is only 24. But seemingly they seem to like really care for each other. First of all, they both speak the same language, which is key. Um, English? Yes. Okay, I was like, did she speak another language? Well, she's also learning uh, some, you know, Arabic. Is that? That's amazing. Yeah. Um, but she's 19 and planning on moving to Syria. Oh. And I believe she's a little bit naive about the entirety of the situation in Syria because she is definitely lying to her mama about that. They met him in Lebanon because obviously they can't go to Syria. And she, what she is not telling her mother is that she plans on moving to Syria because of the travel ban. Obviously her new husband will not be able to ever come to America. Holy shit. Yes. So then we have Ben and Akini. Ben is white and Akini is Nigerian. TV show I'd be seeing uh, ads for in the subway, like uh, Bob loves uh, Aquimini or whatever her child, whatever that child name is. Good day. <laughs> uh, he is a single father, and oh, from the looks of his son, the the mama was black too. So he, you know, okay, so he has a a type. Think Colty with a black girl. You said thick Colty. Think. Think oh, I was like, Colty. ooh, a thicker Colty, my God. No, he's a little thinner than Colty, but they got a similar, they built similarly. They favor? They favor. Um, she, He's now in Nigeria, and she, he rented an Airbnb for them to stay in, and instead of telling him not to do that, she let this man spend his money and gooped him, brought him over to her brother house like, Unfortunately, you're going to be staying with my brother and I'm going to stay down the street. And walked him into the living room with half of her family so he can be on a firing squad for everyone to meet him. To be fair, the women were very nice to him. Her brother, Fidel, uh, was like, let me let me holler at you for a minute, partner. Like, if you want the rest of our family to bless this union, you need me. And he was like, first and foremost... That sounds like an old tomato. Look, first and foremost, you came here empty-handed. You don't have no gifts. Let me tell you right. where, where you don't fuck that to start with. Right. So he fucked that. Uh, I don't know about that situation. I feel like Akini might be scamming him, but we'll see. I don't, they're a little boring, so I kind of don't pay attention to them. Are there any, like, queer couples? Now, you already know. I'm just, I'm so bored by the straights. But here's the thing. If we're, if we're talking about the sanctity of marriage or whatever, 
a lot of these people are being scammed and I don't want to see that with the queer couple. That's true. That's true. I, I do feel like even Chantal and Pedro, who I thought, no, actually, I think that the couple that I think is the most real is like, is Powell and Russ. Yeah. Cause they put a kid on it. They, they put a kid on it. And, and it, it does seem like they do like each other. Like I think Powell told Russ that haircut was not hitting it and he changed his hair. And he looks cute. He looks better now. He looks like he could give her another baby. And lastly, we have Angela and Michael. Okay. Who are back from other previous seasons. Michael, also from Nigeria. Angela from Trump Country, Georgia. Lord have mercy. Michael loves Trump. Wait, isn't she like the old, she's older? Yes, much. Yes, I saw a clip of that. Michael loves. That makes me feel mad, uncomfortable. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, Michael loves Donald Trump. Loves him. Michael, no. (laughs) She brought him some boxers with his face on the crotch. Now, I don't know what the tea is with Michael and Angela, but his friends be clowning her. And he at least now finally is like, hey, like, ease back on my woman. I just, I don't, I, I, I have long given up trying to like sympathize or understand people that made a different electoral choice than I did in 2016. Mm-hmm. And, and now I'm just like, let him fry. Like, let them all fry. <laughs> but don't pass that shit on, on to, uh, to other unsuspecting people. Right. Leave that man alone. Let him, let him, you know, live his life. But, you know, Michael likes, Michael seems to like it. Um, they have a lot of beef because Michael be lying. Shocker. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, that's basically Are, Is it. there anyone you're rooting for? No. Well, <laughs> I'll say this. I am rooting for Darcy to wake up and realize that she just really doesn't want to be alone and that there are plenty of men out there who would love to have a woman like her. And I just really hope she finds some relief from her desperation because Lord knows I too have been a desperate for love type of chick. And I feel for her because she has two teenage daughters. Um, So I'm rooting for her. I'm not rooting for her relationship, but I'm rooting for her. And honestly, Avery and Omar, they might could make it. I don't know that she knows the ins and outs of living in Syria. Right. It does seem like she is, is genuinely like that he came along at a moment where she was already changing her life and that it wasn't like she was changing her life for him. Correct. So we'll see. Um, we will talk about the other, uh, the other way and the family Chantal another time. Great. Anything else you want to speak about? Um, I got some news, some sad news uh, that, well, I'll save that for the end. Um, do you, you saw what that child, what that movie is, uh, Deadpool 2? No. Do you know who Zazie Beats is? Yes, I think it's called, I think it's pronounced Zazie. Zazie, you know who Zazie Beats is? I do. Uh, well, Zazie Beats apparently says that we shower too much. Which, 
I'm not going to bust anyone's bubble because now currently it is the wave for the uh, ethnic nondescript black leaning girls. Our black men are very fond of them right now. So she's like the crush of half of my Twitter timeline, but her, her boyfriend is white. Um, so I assume she's leaning toward that portion of her mixed heritage. So I'm not surprised that she doesn't shower often. I'm just curious because like, I mean, she says she does the cat shower, which Mm -hmm. is like face, underarms and like underwear parts. And I don't, and I read it. I don't believe she specified shower. I think she said she washed those parts every day. Yeah, yeah, she calls it a cat wash. Yeah, I don't necessarily think that means she gets in the shower to do that every day. No, that's definitely uh, my mom. <laughs> my mom <laughs> used to call it the cowboy. Oh, my mom calls it a hoe bath. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because I don't think my mom wanted to admit when I was hoeing that I was a hoe when right. she called it the hoe but she used to call it the cowboy she was like you're you're doing the cowboy and I need you to take a shower a whole bath like get in that porcelain contraption and cut the water up in the top look and let it wash over your head and maybe wash all that you know sin off your booty hole I feel like every week the neighbors tell us a new thing they don't wash and yeah first it was the legs then it was and now I'm like <laughs> no this is what horrified me a couple of weeks ago people on social media talking about that they don't wash their water bottles I'm sorry what the water bottles <laughs> how you don't wash the water bottle uh, think about this shit growing especially in the kind that have like the little straw attachment. My hurts now. Same. Oh, that's nasty. Oh, why don't you wash your water bottles? Look. I mean, like, a daily little wrench is, is necessary. Let me tell you, I have two things that I bring to work with me. A to-go coffee cup and a water bottle. I may leave my regular water bottle at work all week. I'll rinse it out, maybe midweek, take it home and like really get around the top mouthpiece part of it. But like when I take it home for the weekend, I put the whole shit in the dishwasher. The coffee Especially cup, if, I, if I'm like drinking all the way through a bottle yes. of water. Yeah. And the coffee mugs I take home every day. I have two of them that I rotate like every day that gets washed. With the dish soap. Absolutely. I cannot imagine. Especially if it has the straw attachment. One time I had a water bottle that I kept in like a gym bag. And happened to open it up and looked inside of it. And I fainted. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I uh, left a water. I forgot. Because, you know, when I, I play tennis sometimes... I will, like, leave things in the bag and forget about it because I unfortunately don't play as much as I'd like to. Um, And I opened a water bottle that I had left in there, and I opened it to, like, rinse it out to refill it, and I was like, oh, no, this water bottle is done. Mm Mm-hmm. It's dead. This water bottle has seen its last days. I'm going to let this hoe go. 
We're finished. The flair and demogorgons are growing inside of it. <laughs> okay, like it's a whole ass scientific experiment transpiring within these walls. Yeah, so I, it doesn't surprise me that she doesn't wash it. Like, no shade, but in movies, you always see white people will have like a night full of sex and then jump up the next morning and throw on them same jeans and like a shirt and run out the door. And I feel like that has to be based on reality. Um, I'd like to not comment. <laughs> also black people, if you do that, please let me know. <laughs> Cause I am under the impression that that's not something that we grew up with. I'd like to never comment on <laughs> the answer to that question i'd like to never answer that question i mean you wouldn't have any knowledge as to what white people do after sex so why would you have a i would really <laughs> not like to answer any more questions from you in particular i didn't ask any questions you were the one volunteering <laughs> how rude she's a beautiful young lady and i don't want to bust anybody's fantasy because i'm certainly attracted to several men who would never even look my way a lot of them are gay but it is funny to me that there's the the wave right now is to put the mixed girl on a pedestal so i'm like well and you know like if i'm not gonna come for anybody's hygiene i I, am like if you you say you are yes i am (laughs) if if you're uh, if you feel like you're like walking through the world every day and like people aren't looking at you thrice on the subway because they're like, what is that smell? Then like, go ahead, you know, live your, live your life. Just know that like, if at any moment we're attempting to be intimate and your nose offends me, I'm going to let you know. Mm. 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 Yes. And you know, I have definitely, uh, uh, I mean like, have a friend who told me a story about interrupting uh, an intimate uh, rendezvous to be like, maybe you should hop in the shower. I've heard several of those stories, but they usually end it with the man being like, I gotta go. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And also, if it's Zazie, please let us know. I don't know. Um, Beautiful, gorgeous gowns. Gorgeous gowns. Great producer, lovely songwriter. She wears gorgeous gowns. Uh, anything else? I just saw on the internet that Kevin Hart was in a car accident. Yeah, uh, I didn't read the details, but it's seeming like there's some things that have been left out. But the good news is he can walk. He's okay. And he's okay, yeah. So, so sorry to hear that. Yeah. Um, I would like to hear further details because it does seem like there was some um something else going on but the 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 bottom line is he seemingly he is going to be okay which is great which is great i don't want to talk about paul mooney but girl what happened with paul damn it i said i did not want to talk about it there are say his name you know i love him there are allegations from richard pryor jr that paul mooney was having sex with him when he was underage. Like, wait, like, assaulting him. Like, rape, basically. Fuck. Of the statutory nature. Fuck, fuck, fuck. 
Okay, so uh, God he, damn it! He's been canceling shows, and he's gonna take some time off because of the allegations. But uh, basically, I believe that there was a bodyguard. Yeah, a rep for Paul tells us the allegations recently made by Richard Pryor's former bodyguard have seriously stressed Mooney out and he needs to lay low for a while. We're told he'll be canceling all of his scheduled appearances in the next few weeks. Um, Richard Pryor Jr. did address the situation and he said that he had been molested when he was a teenager, but he did not say a name. You can't, you literally cannot carry a torch for anyone. No, you can't. Not and even here's what I will say is that, like, I am not in the business for keeping for anybody yeah. anymore. Yeah, no. Um, and, look, all we know about people is what we're told. Yep. And there are whole entire lives that people live and lead that we have no idea about until it comes out. And so I'm certainly in no position to be like, that's not the Paul Mooney I know. Right. I know that I've seen him and I've seen him five times and I really like respect him as a comedian. But, you know, like and he's he's influenced literally everybody who has made a, a joke black or white or other since like the seventies. Right. Um, so his influence on comedy, particularly like blue comedy will never be erased, but if he is an abuser, then that is terrible. And, uh, you know, I hope that the victims of his abuse can find peace and, you know, I don't want to say retribution or, um, I don't even, I can't even think of the word. I'm so sad. Uh, but I hope they can find peace and like, uh, resolution and closure. Um, especially while he's alive. Right. Um, and I, I mean, think it's, it's, it's under, harder to do. It's when under they're like not around. shady circumstances too, because the bodyguard is like promoting this tell all book that he wrote, but obviously oh, like, God. but obviously like Richard jr is saying that he, so he said, the TMZ cameraman asked him about it and he said, whatever happened in my life, it happened when I was young, way before the eighties. And the cameraman then questioned whether the sexual relationship was consensual to which Richard Jr. replied, how can any relationship be consensual if I was a teenager? Yeah. So, I mean, it's true. I mean, like it's true. It's true. And there are so many, um, there are so many like ways in which power dynamics really come into play because like, sure you look like historically young people have been with older people and you know, like a 20 year old and a 60 year old is just is legal, but a 30 year old and a 17 year old is less of an age difference, but it's not legal. And there are all these ways in which power dynamics come into play. There is like, fear and and all kinds of stuff and it's sad it's really sad yeah it's really sad no i just and you know like i think especially when um someone has passed away it's difficult but paul mooney's still alive um 
But I hope that whatever happens, that everyone involved is receiving the help that they need. And like, I don't know, for Richard Pryor Jr., can you imagine being in your 50s and all of a sudden somebody drags out your business like this into the media and like, oh God, I just, it's so I nice. literally can't imagine. I can't, I like, I can't imagine it. And I know, I know that there are people in my life um, who are survivors of sexual violence Hi. and like for that to come out without their permission or consent, right. like after they've already hopefully done the work to like move past that, to be re-traumatized publicly is also like really terrible unless they're doing it of their own volition. But if someone's trying to make a buck off of someone else's trauma, I think that's really disgusting. Yeah. Agreed. Um, ugh. When is the asteroid coming? Because I'm tired. I'm tired of y'all begging for that asteroid. I want to live. Why don't y'all go do some Jonestown shit if you want to get up out of here? Leave us alone. I would like to live. Fuck y'all. Uh, Jesus. So, yeah. Uh, also, Malik Yoba. Oh. What happened? I feel like I heard his name a couple days ago. What the fuck did he do? So there's this video that has come out of this young man who was being harassed by a bunch of other young men for loving transgender women. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I heard. So then he committed suicide. But the more details are coming out. Wait, Malik Yoba committed suicide? No, the young man in the video. Oh, I was like, God damn. I, you don't think I would have led with that? Well, you know, motherfuckers love to bury the lead, so... I'm not motherfuckers. Um, So the young man uh, was bullied, and this video went viral, and people are saying that's why he killed himself. There are other, less popular versions of the story that are saying that he killed himself because he was suffering from mental illness, and, like, he was in an abusive situation with his girlfriend who have been trying to, like, break up with him and get away from him. So it's all very messy. But once something goes viral, you really can't pull it back. So Malik Yoba posts the video and says, Attention, black and all men, this is not okay. This video is another heartbreaking example of the homophobia, transphobia, hatred, and hypocrisy. We, as black folks, black men in particular, have to name, face, and call out and do the work to heal. This is exactly why I'll be at Trans March on DC hosting a live workshop called Love Plus Trauma, The Trans Experience on September 27th. And so then he goes on to talk about Maurice. And then at the bottom, he says, I love all women and count myself among those that find themselves trans attracted. And I too have felt the self-imposed shame that comes with that truth, but it's time to speak up. It's not about genitalia or sex, but about attraction to the soul and humanity of an individual and often the beauty that is the courage and conviction to live one's truth. As a self-identified cis heterosexual man, I too am learning what it means to be trans attracted. Most of us famous and otherwise have struggled with accepting this attraction. So we do nothing. This must change. Okay, great. Right? However, Uh, A lot of trans women are first coming out and saying, like, thank you, you know, this is wonderful. Like, you know, Angelica Ross, Miss Chalet, Trace Lizette, they're all the first in his comments, like, this is wonderful, yada, yada, yada. But other trans women were saying, 
to call yourself pan or bisexual or trans attractive is sort of not trans attracted is sort of not helping the situation because if somebody considers themselves trans or of trans experience, they are a woman. So you like making a special category for being attracted to this person, you're sort of adding to the stigma, right? To the other, to the othering of those women. Yes, yes, I can totally see that. But But on the other hand, what is beautiful about what he said is saying that like, it's not about genitalia and if I see you as a woman, then like, it doesn't matter what's in your underwear. Like, I I am attracted to you because you're you're a woman. Sure, but then a lot of trans women started to come out on Twitter saying that Malik was sleeping with them when they were underage. Oh no! God damn it! A woman. What's happening, everybody? Said that Malik. Yoba's admission is a cover-up for paying trans minors for sex. Ah, fucking hell. Just yesterday, we wrote about actor Malik. This is from Madame Noir. The other posts have been TMZ and other places. Uh, Wrote about actor Malik Yoba, his public admission that he loves all women, including trans women. The post, which he shared on August 26th, took a while to gather steam. But about after about a week of sitting on his Instagram page, when people started responding to Yoba's disclosure, the response was generally positive. Many, many commented, commended him for speaking out and raising awareness, particularly as a black man, when black men have often been perpetrators of violence against black trans women. But it seems Absolutely. that there, yes, amen, the boy, it seems that there are more to the story. In a Facebook post that has since gone viral, a woman alleged that Yoba is only sharing his love for trans women to cover up the fact that he used to engage in sexual acts with trans child prostitutes. In a note she titled, Surviving Malik Yoba, We Had Sex When I Was Just a Teen, Mariah Lopez Ebony said that over 20 years ago, Yoba paid for sex with her when she was 13 and 16. Uh, oh, okay. Now I have two questions uh nope nope no i don't have questions uh this is very sad this is very sad and when i was following the thread on twitter a couple of other trans women were saying the same thing and of course everybody was like so just because somebody put something on facebook it means it's true will y'all uh, believe what he put on instagram to be true yes. Two steps forward and a giant leap backward. A, a fucking bunny hop, bunny hop, drop, pop. Back. Cross your legs, turn around and clap and shuffle to the left, let's glide. Right. God damn it. More to come on all of these things. This is the fucking most depressing episode of this <laughs> bullshit ever. On a special episode. And it sounds like shit. <laughs> and my fucking... Dominoes didn't come, and it ain't no motherfucking Popeye's chicken sandwiches. What the fuck are you trying to do to me? And Dorian is just obliterating the Bahamas. Like, what? What us gonna do? What us gonna do, Jesus? I'm really, like, my heart. Like, it passed Puerto Rico by, but then hit these people. Basically, 
95% of the island is going to be homeless. It's like, not only is it some of the highest recorded winds and intensity ever, the motherfucker got the nerve to be moving at like seven miles per hour. So, so slowly. And then there. they were like, dear people in Florida, don't try to shoot at the hurricane. It's like... You know when they say that the people who support him say that Donald Trump speaks for all of us. Like his idea to nuke the hurricane, it sounds just like these dumbass people. They every time there's a hurricane, they have to tell people don't shoot into the damn hurricane. So of course our president thinks we could nuke it. So stupid. There's a video so going stupid. around Twitter of this man being like, We have a navy, why don't they dump ice into the warm water to cool it down? We have an air force. Why don't they fly and make wings to make it go the other way? I'm like, wow. If I have wings like this dove, <laughs> then I fly away. <laughs> Dunk. <laughs> also like, oh, I can't wait for us to have a, a president who's like smart. You could have, you could have stopped after pres. I can't wait for us to have a president to have an actual president. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, anything else? Nah. Hey, hey, wait, can I say something? No, you ruin everything. I'm going to say something. I'm so happy for you. You're like rehearsing the show on Broadway. Oh, girl, this is old. This is old. You just got to see Serena Williams. I did. Beat her (laughs) rival. I didn't watch that match, oh, but I watched this. I watched the second round. But you got to see Serena win at the U.S. Open again. I did. I did. Isn't that, you're just having a good life. I know you're sad. I know the world outside is tired and awful, but you are having personal bests. Right Where's now. my fucking dominoes? You can get some more later. We're gonna get you some pizza. Um. Yeah. No. It's you know 2019. Uh, I had a rough start. Yeah. A rough middle. Yes. Uh, I'm still in the rough middle, but there have been some, like, lovely moments in between. Certainly. And, yeah, I'm, you know, it's, it's a little insane to think that I told myself, all right, five years into my move to New York, I'm going to reevaluate and see how things are going. And I already thought things were going well. Right. Like two months after my five-year anniversary, like, this happened. So I guess I'll re-up for another five. There you go. Um, but yeah, life is, life is... I was just actually having drinks with a friend of ours yesterday. Um, I'll tell you who later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a little bit crazy to think that, like, when we were kicking little kids out the dance studio six years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Starting this fucking bullshit that, like, look where we are. It's kind of insane. No, it's great. It's wonderful. Um, Also, I had a very terrible June to June uh, last year. June to September to September, basically, last year. This year has not been without its challenges, but I feel like once you have the worst year of your life, every challenge is like, eh, it's fine. Things are on Basically. the things are on the up and up for me career wise. My I feel very good. I went to see a therapist for the first time. We're, we have another session next week. Like I just 
I think what's what, wrong with you? Right, my mom. Oh my god, black mothers. My mom was like, she sent me a paragraph long text about being worried about me, and I'm like, they were baby, gonna fifty one fifty your ass. Like, baby, I'm not going to therapy because something is wrong with me. I'm going to therapy because I would like to stay not to having right. something wrong with me. <laughs> Uh, you know, I told, I was like, maybe you should go. You had a rough year too. <laughs> Shit. Um, you were not in front of her face when you said that. No, but I wasn't trying to shade her. I was being serious because she's got, she's had to deal with like losing a breast and you know, I'm, I, I don't know how anybody does that without seeking professional. I can't help. imagine. Um, so anyway, life is, is not great outside the four walls of my apartment but like in my heart I feel really good I feel really good and even though everything isn't perfect I feel like I'm in a really good place I'm ready to receive I'm open to blessings and opportunity I'm trying to manifest some things for other people I'm just ready for all of us to to be winning I'm ready for us to be winning too god damn it all right hey boo um Yes, yes, I do have a hey boo. It's a hey jigaboo. Uh oh. I haven't done one of those in a while. Uh oh. Uh, so the U.S. Open is happening. It is. Um, and as usual, it's some bullshit. Uh, so this year there is a tennis player from Russia who's number five in the world, who had a great summer, won, he got to the finals of two big tournaments and won another big tournament. A man or a lady? A man. A man. Uh, A man. His name is Daniil Medvedev. And he, in his second round match, he lost the first set, and the men play best of five sets, so you have to win three sets to win the match. So he lost the first set, so it it wasn't a catastrophe, but it's not a great start. Uh, in the second set, he was winning, but he made a mistake and got upset with himself, and the ball boy came over to give him a ball, and he snatched the towel out of the ball boy's hand. Mm. And then the chair umpire gave him a warning for unsportsmanlike conduct, mm. and then he th- he flung his racket in the direction of the umpire. Mm. Um, and after the match was over... When the audience was booing him, he said to the audience on the Encore interview, thank you, everybody, for all of your energy. When you go to sleep at night, just know that you're the reason that I won. Oh. And that if you keep this up, I might win the whole tournament. So thank you. Are they making cartoon, racist cartoons of him and calling him unsportsmanlike? In fact, they're not. Actually, everyone is talking about how great he is for the sport. That's interesting. Isn't it fascinating? I'm fascinated. It's fascinating. Also, I'm sorry, Charmaine, I love you, but uh, Roger Federer, in his press conference, they were asking him about the scheduling of his matches because it was... A little un it wasn't unfair, but it was like unfortunate that his opponent didn't get at least eighteen hours between his previous match and his uh, match with Roger. Meanwhile, Roger had a whole day off because of the rain and like he's always gonna be on an inside court that has or on a court that with a roof and the other guy wasn't. And they were like, Well, Roger, uh, did you request to have the very first match on center court on Arthur Ashe? 
knowing that it would give you a distinct advantage over him because he was tired. And Roger Federer said, I'm tired of y'all asking me this shit. And like, no fines, nobody gasped, nobody said anything, no no pearls were clutched. Hmm. And I just, I think it's really funny. Yeah. Hmm. That like, no outrage over that, but someone saying, I've never cheated in my entire life. I'm a mother, and you owe me an apology. You owe me an apology. Is is a sore loser, bad for the game, she should retire, blah blah blase, blase. I wonder uh, what the difference is between those people. Hmm. Uh, that one of them has won more Grand Slams in the open air than anybody else and the other two haven't? Well. <laughs> That's all. That one of them has the best winning percentage in Grand Slam finals in history? Well. That one of them almost died giving birth to a child two years ago? Well. And the other two haven't? Olympia. Uh, that one of them was dodging bullets when they were learning how to play the sport? And the other two haven't? Hmm. Maybe that's it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> I see. Olympia. I know. Her and Blue go to the same hairstylist. I can't wait until she's like the age that Riley Curry was when Steph had brought her to that, <laughs> to that post-game press conference. <laughs> well, they were asking Serena, they are like, are you going to start bringing Olympia to matches and she was like she's a little loud still uh, um, and she'd be falling asleep so she's like maybe next year I might start bringing her to the smaller tournaments right um, which you know is encouraging news which means maybe she's not gonna quit anytime yeah, maybe, maybe she plans on being around next next year I mean I think she, I mean she said she's like I want my daughter to grow up knowing what I did yeah and so that means at least until she's like four or five so we have a couple more years to soak up the greatest athlete ever yes um so that that makes me excited yay who's your hey boo uh, the North London Derby was this past weekend, so the Arsenal played Tottenham. It was a draw, which is a better result than them being down 2-0. Um, oh, my. However, I obviously, like, thirsty after several of the Arsenal players, but... There was I mean, a part, they're fine as hell. There was a particular man on the other side that I was like, oh, okay. And I looked him up, and he is uh, not quite old enough for me, but old enough that we can thirst after him. <laughs> I was like, not all this talk about having sex with underage people. You're going to talk about somebody underage, goddamn. No, he's 29, which is underage. Oh, oh, that's, that's, that's fine. Underage for me, but not, like, underage. Not for me. His name is Danny Rose. Hold on. I have I already. Spell it. It's already in the chat. See, you need to get you a friend like a nigga <laughs> in your life, everybody. I'm telling you, if we make each other happy, then we just can't lose. Listen. Uh, ooh, come on, Google. Hurry up, baby. Ooh. <laughs> hey, Faith. And the thing is, I'm so glad that these black players in the Premier League have let go of their, like, 
processes and crazy hair situations because he has a cute little fade now but he's and he had braids too he had now he has like a, a curly fade with a, a oh, deep this one a is deep about part. to send me up over around and through the woods <laughs> to grandma well my grandma's dead but to somebody grandma house uh-uh. we going um, oh lord but he is thick I, I was just about to say he got a big old booty yes and some thick thighs, honey. Child, why they giving him a yellow card? Because. Don't give him a yellow card. Anyway, he don't play for my squad, so, uh, but hey, boo, because y'all. Um, also, shout out to everybody who was, like, tweeting me and uh, Instagram DMing me about St. John. <laughs> that man is so fucking fine, and you're welcome, everybody. You're welcome. Uh, meanwhile on Instagram, I did go to Caesar's Instagram. <laughs> Does it say he's mixed in his uh, Instagram? <laughs> no, but he is not verified. Yeah, he he he. Said, he's not verified. He is not verified. So I'm sure it's his account, but like he's not verified. He literally does not. Imagine. He does not have a photograph of. He don't. He does not consort with other black people. Wow. And he lived in North Carolina. That's hard to do. That's really hard to do. I mean, like, you knew some neighbors in North Carolina, but, like, exclusively non-family is a challenge. And I knew those people from work. Right. Like, he don't... You know, he has a job, right? He, he, he do nails. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, right, he do nails. He do nails. He do nails. So his title, Chilling with the Homegirls... Uh, uh, Chilling. I don't want to be. Pro- I don't want to be problematic. Don't. Uh, and it's just a picture of him and some lady. Freaking a yes. Enjoy your night. Nice to see good things happening to good people. There's just. It's just a picture of him giving a thumbs up with a lady in the background. It's not like they look like they go together. It's just like it's, it's probably his homegirl that was on the show. Like, there's okay. nothing romantic in nature about the picture, but people are like, hey, yeah. I was like, no, we don't even know who this is. Okay. Caesar, you can't be that delusional, can you? Ooh. Maybe you should hook up with one of them and forget about Maria, unless you already have. Wow. People are so ruthless. Who was that guy that went with you to the jewelry store? <laughs> he was like a, a cute kind of hunky white man. Somebody says, bless you, girl, for asking on behalf of all of us single, good-looking women who noticed how fine Jeremy looked. Wow. How funny. Wow, wow, wow. I feel so sorry for him. He gets fooled by a Russian scam group that uses females' voice apps when they talk. Happened to my friend before. What? So it, it's a, a. They're saying that it's a a group that's scamming people using a voice app to have it appear to be a woman's voice. But like, she sent him videos. But never, they don't like FaceTime. They call, they talk on the phone 
and she sends him videos like, hello, my husband, hello, my baby. But she never says like his name. So what I, what I think is because the website is definitely set up to specifically introduce men to Ukrainian women, that they find these beautiful women and have them post these videos or whatever, but they're not very specific so they can sell them to other people. But eventually whoever this person he's communicating with, he has like her number. They don't FaceTime, but they talk on the phone. Everything they do via video is just like sent back and forth. I'm so confused. And like, you know, I'm lonely. And, but I just, I feel like after a while, I'm going to maybe want to meet you in person. And like, five years, know, five years, in a different country. It, it's going to make that really difficult for us to do that. Five years, five years. They haven't and met. Some people really get into the whole cyber sex situation. And like, again, who is me to judge? But they're not doing that because none of their video, like maybe phone sex, but they're not. They're not FaceTiming. They are not having live video conversations with each other. I don't understand. Good to see you standing on your feet again, fam. 100. Like, he were, what? Was he, did he go to jail? No. I'm very confused. You got to be a little too gullible for you to believe this. Why can't he see that white woman is scamming him? Caesar, open your eyes and wake up. Also, like, are there no... This is the question that I actually have for a lot of these people on the show. Like, have you completely given up that there is anyone, like, in your neighborhood or in your country who might be attracted to you? You know what I think it is? I think it's that he thinks that he should be with a woman as beautiful as Maria. And in real life, women who are that fine. American women that are that beautiful and trying to fuck with them. Exactly. But, like, but look at all the hoops you have to jump through to do that. Right. You know, like, you have to never see the person that you're with. Like, that's crazy. Where is your family? No way they let you do this to yourself on TV, praying for you. I I don't, I don't understand. Caesar, let us help you. Let us save you. Oh, not save you. Caesar, why you being a buster for? <laughs> That's so rude. But real question though. Uh, why? Wherefore are you being a buster? Wherefore? Wherefore are you being a buster? Oh, he's an actor, y'all. None of this shit is real. Look him up on Explore Talent. I tried. I couldn't. Caesar says, it's really, it's all really. It's not acting. My soul is splitting apart. Oh, God. Not splitting, not your soul is splitting apart. Because also, like, if you're in a relationship that long and it's not going anywhere, like, you know, wouldn't you be like, maybe I shouldn't do this anymore? There are several women in these comments like, I would date you, Caesar. Right, but also he can't, you know, get on television because of those women. Right. Listen to this. Wait. 
I can't do it. Damn it. Oh, anyway. I was like, what happened? Never mind. I can't do it. Anyway, go find Caesar's Instagram. Meanwhile, on Instagram. Yippee-ki-yo, yippee I, I just want him, I just want everybody to be happy. I want everybody to, like, you know, find somebody to rub their feet and pick up their drawers. That's- At this point, I hope it is fake because it, he is a mark-ass buster if this is really the tea. <laughs> Not a mark ass buster, <laughs> goddamn! You went full EPA on his ass. Captain Savaho, man. <laughs> Not a mark ass buster. I'll take you down the leads to Kim's nails. Okay. Get that hookup down at a cellular one. <laughs> oh, sometimes I'm, I'm. Sometimes I miss. I met someone um, who just moved here from Oakland and we were out and she said something about the sports page. And I just looked at her like, I cannot believe (laughs) another person that lives here knows what the fuck the sports page is. Train up a child (laughs) in the way they should go. Yas. All right. That's it. Let's get the fuck out of here. You go. This is the day that the Lord has made. But not the day for you to try it. Adios. Bye.